And here we are again, people, live yet again every Monday, every Thursday, like clockwork, 6 p.m. UK time. Welcome, everyone. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. As always, this is your alternative to the lying, crappy BBC, the bullish Bitcoin channel. Welcome back, everyone. Today is Monday, the 23rd of October, 2023. And as always, the unwritten name of the game on this show is Strong Bitcoin Hand. If you can learn about Bitcoin, if you can build that strong hand, you will be ready for the highs and lows of Bitcoin. And that is what I try to do on this channel. Now, must be something, as Bitcoin Meister said, lucky about me going live. Currently 31183. So on a little bit of a pump at the moment. Do I get excited over that after seeing a 69k Bitcoin? No, I don't. But you know what? It is a nice feeling to see Bitcoin in an upward trajectory. But I also believe that we are going to, I think the terminology they're using is crab for the rest of this year, i.e. grind upwards slowly. This is just nice to see, I have to say, after the last year or two, it's been like blood in the streets. And it is a nice feeling to see that. But, you know, Bitcoin's going to go way, 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 way beyond this retake the all-time high and some. That's what excites me. Okay, so into the show. As always, if you're new and you're finding this channel, excuse me, for the first time, no financial advice here, people. You're not going to get it. Don't come looking for charts. TA, technical analysis, price predictions. You're not going to find it here. What you are going to find is two links here to my UKBitcoinMaster.com site. 602 videos with this one, I believe, there now. Uh, over four and a half years. And then Bitcoin interviews is where you'll find all the live interviews that I've done to date. Uh, I think there's over 80 there with some of the greatest minds in the Bitcoin space, including the awesome Bitcoin Meister that is live in our chat. Um, I've sort of known Adam now for the six and a half years that I've been in Bitcoin. So check out Bitcoin Meister's channel. He's done thousands of YouTube uh, videos. And then last on this page, the thing that I really beat the drum on is not your keys, not your coins. If your coins are on an exchange, you don't own them. They do. If your coins are on a hot wallet where you don't have the private keys, they own them, not you. So therefore, don't leave anything on exchanges is my top tip. Okay, very quickly, if we shoot to the desktop just on this theme, whoops, that's not supposed to be there yet. Okay, not to worry. Go to the show link right now in the show notes. You'll find a link where you can follow me on many other platforms where this video goes out on because you never know when the uh, this YouTube channel is going to get taken down. It's been taken down before and there's no reason it couldn't get taken down uh, again. And then if you're not on the uh, um, the Orange Pill app, I would say get on it, people. You know, you can use my link, get 10,000 sats free, which might not be much today, but it's going to be in the future. Um, just for signing up, obviously, you've got to get yourself an account with them, but you can interact with other Bitcoiners. I'm on there. Natalie Brunel's on there. Uh, BTC Benny. Knut Svanum's on there. Um, Stefan Levera's on there. Crikey, Nick Barty. There's loads of them 
on the Orange Pill app. So if you want to be around Bitcoiners, I would encourage you to get on the Orange Pill app by using the link in the show notes. You're going to get that 10,000 free sats. And then a couple of slides here. Don't be scammed. You will never see me put something like this in response to a message you leave in my chat. It might look like this. It might even look like this. It is not me. When you see WhatsApp me, etc., they're scammers, people. You just have to ignore them. It's a, it's a, it's a full-time job on its own to try and stop them commenting. I go in and comment on someone's video, and instantly I get these come through to me. Just ignore them. They're total scammers. They're out there everywhere. Unfortunately, there's not a great deal we can do about them. So back to me just for a minute. Okay. So as I always do, um, shout out to some of the people in the chat. And uh, we've got a few noobs that I can see. I think they're noobs anyway. But the first thing I want to do is thank everyone, uh, whether you're watching this now live or whether you're catching it in a few hours' time or tomorrow or whatever, for your support on last Thursday's show when I had British Hoddle on the show, because I've got a quite a small channel, okay? Um, and two, three, four hundred views is typical over a period of time. And yet my uh, chat with Hoddle, um, we actually had just under 6,000 views, and I think I had an extra 400 subscribers to the channel. So if you're one of those, thank you. It is so appreciative. Thank you for all the messages from the regulars, you know, saying well done for that. I literally saw British Hoddle on another interview channel and thought, well, he's British. I'll reach out and see if I can get him on mine. Never did I imagine that I'd hit 6,000 views on that uh, show from last Thursday. So if you haven't seen that, I would encourage you to go and watch it. So who we got in the chat? Bitcoin Meister, obviously, I've mentioned him. I believe Utah. Um, I see Uncool Hodler is in the house. I think that is Arizona, if I'm not mistaken. John G, UK. Stephen Redding, I'm guessing, uh, is going to be Florence. Chaz Oi, don't know where you are, but I guess you're in the US, Chaz. Um, who else? JB Bitcoiner, UK. Elaine, Mrs. UK, that is my better half. She's downstairs. Uh, Yorkie Bitcoin is with us. Matthew Underhill. Um, MW's in the house. Good to see you. G Squared is with us. Whiskey Bravo. Mike Boost and Flow. Welcome. Good to see you. Um, who else have we got? Bud Dobnik is in the house. Um, Gary O'Connell. Oh dear. Good to see you, Gary. Casso's with us. Uh, MW from a Spanish island somewhere is in the house. PT from Boston, USA. Good to see you in the house. Vinny Rondo's with us. Hope you're getting better, Vinny. Uh, right, we're going to get on with the show. If you want to get my attention, if you want me to give you a personal shout out, all you have to do when we're live is type in UK Bitcoin Master, then your message, and then that will get my attention. And I will gladly give you a shout out. But I want to get into the meat and veg of the show, if I may. So over to the desktop. And if you look at the thumbnail, it was, you know, have we already won the then they fight you stage? And this was something that I thought about after my conversation with British Hoddle, because, um, you know, he said, man, it's, we've already won. It's already a done deal. And I believe him. I believe that Bitcoin is now unstoppable. I do believe that. But equally, I believe that they, whoever, whatever they are, are not going to give up without a fight. Okay. Uh, and we're seeing that. And I've got a couple of slides to reiterate. This one, uh, 
Shout out to Invest Answers. I nicked that from him. But, you know, obviously it says without going through all those stages, you know, we've got the, you know, first they laugh at you, then they ignore you, you know, then they fight you, then you win. We know that. That's Gandhi's quote. Okay. But, you know, he was intimating that, you know, that big green arrow, we're at the win stage when BlackRock enters the picture. And there's an argument for that, but there's also an argument for if BlackRock eat up all the Bitcoin. If you sell your Bitcoin to BlackRock and then they use it in their ETF, guess who controls that Bitcoin? You or them? Them. And then, of course, I, I you know, I don't understand all this stuff, but they're in cahoots somehow with governments, you know, because of the size of them. Some people say they control government. I don't have a view on that either way. What I'm saying is, they're still going to fight us. If they can tank the price and weak hand sell, then BlackRock and all these other institutions are going to buy up that Bitcoin. And then you can get you know, exposure to Bitcoin through their ETF. But there is nothing finer, nothing better than holding the bearer instrument of the most pristine asset humanity has ever seen and will ever see again. And I can't emphasize that strong enough. So whilst we are definitely winning without a doubt. You know, I remember Larry Fink a few years ago saying that, you know, Bitcoin was just a faucet for money launderers. You know, you had Jamie Dimon from JP Morgan say it's a scam. You know, Warren Buffett, Rat Poison Squared. They were all out there. Paul Krugman beating up on it. Nassim Taleb beating up on it. You know, they're all trying Peter Peter Sheehan, I believe, can't think of his name now, beating up on it. You know, Shifty Pete beating up on it. And do you know what? TikTok, next block. They can do all of that stuff, and yet Bitcoin moves forward. But I still feel they're going to come at us and do whatever they can to kill the on and off ramps, kill the price appreciation so that they can get their hands on more so that they can control the network, which, by the way, they will never, ever do. Absolutely, they won't. But here's a thought for you. Look at this one. This is brand new out. And I don't fully understand all of this. I've said this before. I don't have a financial background. I'm learning as I go. And I deliver these shows for half an hour or so to try and help the noobs that are a bit like me, don't have a financial background, to understand why things happen. There's always a reason uh, behind them. And this is a recent bill that's been put out there in the US to try and track anybody mixing coins uh, or, you know, just trying to obfuscate who they are, what their their addresses, etc. And this is referring to, this is a new bill and you ought to read it. Um, it's referring to convertible virtual currency or CVC. I think that's what they, they call it. And this is just uh, come out over the last few days, I believe. So I'm telling you this because when I say they're still going to do everything they can to suppress this, to stop it, to slow it down, etc. Here's one case in point. And according to Matt Cratter from um, Bitcoin University, this really is an attack on Bitcoin. And I've got a couple of uh, sayings or a couple of pages that I took from his show earlier today. And he's talking about this CVC and he said, example of when 
all this stuff's got to be given over to them. Pooling or aggregating this CVC from multiple persons, wallets, addresses, or accounts. This method involves combining CVC from two or more persons into a single wallet or smart contract. If I withdraw Bitcoin from Swan and Strike to my hardware wallet, thus pooling Bitcoin from multiple addresses or accounts. He goes on to say, or if I set up a lightning channel with someone, thus pooling funds uh, to fund the channel, or if I move my Bitcoin and my kids' Bitcoin into a family multi-sig vault, I will be red flagged and reported to FinCEN, which is this financial, whatever it is, if I go backwards, can't remember what it's called now, um, Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. So this is a big deal, and I get why Matt Cratter and others are saying, we have to speak out against this. We have to push back, because if they get this bill through, I think people can look at it for about 90 days or something, and then you know the, the arguments have got to go for it, and then it, it, it I, I don't know whether it can be you know, bought into existence or what, but this is really flipping damn scary, people. Um, it really is. So, you know, Matt Cratter is right in pointing this out and on his thumbnail, he says, this is a big attack on Bitcoin and we've got to speak out. We really have. Okay. So, um, you know, there's a little bit of pushback. Okay. And they will push back and they will keep trying. And so much so that you've got I always call him this idiot. You know, he's either an idiot or he knows what he's doing and he's got a gold fund and, you know, he just doesn't want that to die. But, you know, how long do you go down the wrong road before you realize you're going down the wrong road and you make a change? But, you know, some people just want to continue down that wrong road no matter what and keep pumping the bags of that not that wrong road. And surely somebody as clever as him would understand that digitization is the way the world is going. And this is digital money for the globe, for the internet, etc. And I'm not going to read it. You've probably all read it there. But yeah, um, Boost and Flow said, Peter, uh, I don't like to name him. I call him Shifty Pete, actually, has a lot of Bitcoin. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? And if he's got any common sense, he will have for sure. But, you know, he keeps beating up on it. And of course, he's got a lot of influence. But that said, that might be happening. We might get all that going on. But who would have imagined when Jamie Dimon came out and said, you know, Bitcoin's a scam. Any of my employees caught, you know, do, doing any sort of Bitcoin dealings, they'll be terminated. They'll be, we call them sacked in, in the UK, fired, I believe, in the US, whatever. And here we are today. JP Morgan expects spot Bitcoin ETF approvals to come within months. So all of a sudden, we've gone from them beating up on it saying banks will never custody it, saying it will never get off the ground. You know, governments will crush it. Hey, you know, if Bitcoin's going to survive and be the bearer instrument of money for the rest of the world for, you know, the next hundred or thousand years, then my opinion is he's got to have everything thrown at it and still survive. So I don't want to say bring it on because we know Bitcoin is great for the world. We now know the ESG narrative's getting quashed because BlackRock were pushing it and now they're stepping away from it and don't want to be associated with it. So the whole tide is turning and Bitcoin is most definitely winning. 
but I'm not quite sure if it's actually won, but we're certainly on the way. You've got articles like this, you know, the flagship crypto Bitcoin has tremendous growth potential, according to the founder and managing partner of Skybridge, Scaramucci, who recently revealed he believes the cryptocurrency's market cap could reach 15 trillion. Well, I believe Bitcoin will match gold's market cap and then march on and start to eat all the hundreds of trillions that are around the world. If that wasn't enough, you then got Coinbase's uh, legal chief, chief officer coming out and saying um, Coinbase expressed confidence in the imminent approval of a U.S. spot ETF following the U.S. SEC legal setback. Paul Gruel, Coinbase's chief legal officer, shared insights, sharing insights, highlighting this development's potential impact on cryptocurrency markets and investment trends. So this thing is happening. Hang on, I've got to, I've got to turn something off because a mate of mine is sending me absolutely loads of flipping pictures through my messaging app signal and I've got to shut it down. I don't know whether you guys can keep hearing signal pop off, but it is going pop, pop, pop. <laughs> there you go. Here's what it is. So you've got Coinbase coming out. If that weren't enough, you've got articles like this. Bitcoin could rise to between 42 and 56K if BlackRock ETF is approved. Let's change that to when the ETF is approved. It is coming. A lot of commentators are saying it is coming and it is going to come before the end of 2023. Now, I believe the 10th of January is a deadline for, is it ARK? Is it 21 shares? Whichever one it is, is one of those. You know, that's coming. So for all intents and purposes, if you get your head down and focus on, you know, the festivities that are, you know, impinging on us now and enjoying that time with family, even if it doesn't happen in 2023, you're going to blink and we're going to be in 2024 and bang, that ETF's going to get approved and watch what happens to the price of Bitcoin when that happens. So for me, six and a half years holding my Bitcoin with a strong Bitcoin hand. I always said when I bought my Bitcoin in 2017, this is a 10-year play for our family at the minimum. That doesn't mean I'm going to go and sell any of it. I'm hoping there'll be financial instruments that will allow us to loan against it safely, securely, keeping our keys, etc. I believe that probably behind the scenes right now, there are companies working on this right now because Bitcoin's going to have such a price that they will offer you crazy deals to be able to custody your Bitcoin for you. Now, I don't know how the heck that looks. I certainly wouldn't hand over my private keys. But the point is, it is all galloping towards us. And those of you on this call that are maybe 10, 20, 30 years, even 40 years younger than me, my Lord, the futures that you have got coming to you with this is absolutely fantastic. Ellerslie, good to see you in the house. Okay, so uh, I found a few tweets. In fact, the first one's not actually a tweet. It's something from LinkedIn, and it was from Meta Moonshots. And it said, the American government holds 5 billion worth of Bitcoin. Now, I can't confirm or deny that. I'm just looking at this. Is that maybe some of the Bitcoin that they got from, say, Silk Road or Mount God? I don't know, you know, and I can't corroborate this. But let me tell you now, there are some very, very smart people in governments and they will not let this thing charge on 
without having some kind of hedge and having something, you know, behind the scenes in case this thing did catch on. I, I believe that uh, wholeheartedly. Uh, Boost and Flow, I can't read out what you're saying because uh, it's just moving too quickly. So if, if you wanted my attention, you'd need to type in UK Bitcoin Master um, and then your message. If you're just putting messages in the chat, I'm pretty okay with that, dude. No bother at all. But uh, just to say that if you want my attention, you've got to type in UK Bitcoin Master. Uh, then we've got this one from Simply Bitcoin. Justin, Fury has 424 banks, 718 ATMs shut down, um, according to your, or in the Australian Prudential Regulation Authority. A radical shift away from in-person banking and ATM availability in Australia has sparked fears that the end of cash is finally upon us. You've got to get some Bitcoin, people. It's going to be your only way to escape what's coming. It's totalitarianism. It is, it is um, uh, mass surveillance. It is control of everything we do, from our banks to our movements and everything. And, you know, because I'm down the Bitcoin rabbit hole um, and I'm watching so many podcasts, I'm learning so much about this it really is, you know, putting the fear of God up me and just making sure that my family have got an opt-out and that opt-out is Bitcoin. So another way to see if we're winning or not is this particular chart from Archie uh, from Bitcoin Archive. He says Bitcoin is the best performing asset class in 2023. And he said the race is not even close. If you look at this, cash is down. Stocks are up about 8%. Gold is up 12%. And Bitcoin is up, what is that, 82%. So, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep stacking your Bitcoin. Wilson Bennett, welcome. Smash the like button, people. Uh, we got 37, um, 37 watching and 31 likes. So, come on, those of you that hit the like button. I want, as British Hoddle said on Thursday, we collectively need to get this message out to anyone that will listen. We normally preach to the echo chamber, and that is everyone in our chat normally are already Bitcoiners, and you tend to be preaching to the converted. What I want to see are noobs finding this. As this price starts to climb, we're still over 31.1, which is looking nice. Um, I believe 31 something is a bit of a, a, a threshold we need to try and break through from, according to a couple of the analysts that I follow. So let's see uh, where that one goes. Um, I think the point I'm making is we need to get this message in front of a lot of noobs. OK, the only way we can do that is you guys might be in my chat, but you've got to do your bit. What is your bit? You should be sharing this link on every show with five people, you know, and saying you should watch this crazy Brit. They won't look, but one might. They won't look this week. They won't look next week. But one day you'll give the link out five times and somebody will go, oh, somebody mentioned that at work. I'll have a look at that. And we start to touch noobs. That's how we change the world, people. One sharing of my show link at a time. And if 100 people shared it five times, it's gone out 500 times. And if only 10% of noobs go and poke their nose to see what it is, we got 50 new viewers that we can hopefully get into Bitcoin and not go down the crap coin route and lose all their families' hard-earned life savings. So do your part, I urge you.
Boost and Flow said, UK Bitcoiner, don't you think in the UK they'll make it more difficult for on and off ramps? I do. Yes, I do. We've, um, you know, I've been using uh, Revolut shadow banking as well as my other bank to be able to move funds around. Um, and obviously they've got, uh, you know, a crypto part of it. Um, and all of a sudden I've got letters from them. You've got or emails these days, emails from my bank, all saying that we're going to, you know, we're monitoring crypto and um you know, if we see that you're trying to move any funds, we might decline it. We might block it. Chase are doing that in the UK. So it's already happening. And I think, you know, the then they fight you stage is going to ramp up a bit because Bitcoin's price is going to ramp up because the ETF is coming. They can't stop it. It's got to happen. The SEC have got no other exits around this. They're in a corner. It's going to have to happen. And then you've got BlackRock and Fidelity and all the others. And oh, my Lord, 17.7 trillion assets under management with the people that are the companies that have filed for ETF. So this thing is coming, people. But with it, they're going to do everything they can to stop us. In the UK, in answer to Boost and Flow's uh, message there, I've heard, and I haven't corroborated this, that in the UK, they're going to make you take an exam that you've got to pass before you can buy any Bitcoin. Now, I don't know whether any, anyone can confirm that, deny that, but that I mentioned on last week's show, I believe. I've heard that that is supposedly coming here in the UK. So heaven knows how this is all going to play out. But I do believe this. Only the strong are going to survive. Had he become one of the strong, do what I've done. I followed Bitcoin Meister on his channel, really hardened US Bitcoiner, really told it as it is, really, you know, poked you between the eyes type of um, shows. And that really hardened me up to be a strong hand Bitcoiner. And you've got to do the same, people, because we're still going to get the the, the epochs. We're still going to get the, the, the blow off tops and then the corrections. And you've got to be ready for that. And then factor in them trying to cut the on and off ramps off and everything else. You just got to become not just verbally out of your mouth. You've got to live through your entire being, strong hand Bitcoin, or it doesn't matter where the price goes. 2018 and 2019 was, you know, a bad bear market. I was doing shows, producing live streams through that. You know, uh, we've had the last couple of years have been brutal. Hasn't bothered me one bit. And I'm being honest. Ask my lovely wife. You know, yeah, nobody likes to see the price go down. But it, all we've said is it is what it is. It is what Bitcoin does on its journey to the moon. It's not going to be a straight ride. It's going to get blown off course. And then it gets put back on course and goes on its, on its journey again. And then it gets blown off course again. And that's what you've got to understand with Bitcoin. If that weren't enough for you, you've got this fella. Who knows who he is? <laughs> Gary Gensler is now actively collaborating with Bitcoin spot ETF issuers to finalize their filings. It is coming. You are not going to stop it. We are not going to stop it. So brace yourself for the ride of your lives, people. Oh, my extreme rate's not doing so well. My bit rate. There you go. Is what it is. Uh, okay, Bitcoin for Freedom tweeted, Bitcoin is a greater discovery than fire. And still, someone is selling it to you for 29K. We're now 31K. Don't sell your Bitcoin. People, you've got to understand something. They don't know how much money out there. They don't know how much gold is out there. If gold goes up, then they'll dig more up out of the ground. They'll find it on asteroids. They'll do something. Okay? 
with all the fractional reserve lending that's going on there, nobody knows how much money M2 is out there. The point is we know exactly how many Bitcoin are out there. If you hold one Bitcoin, you hold one 100 millionth of, no, 21 million. I can never work that out. But that percentage of Bitcoin's global supply you hold will never change. It won't get debased. They won't cut the pizza in more bits, if that makes sense. So as Wilson Bennett just said, TikTok next block, Bitcoin doesn't care about the price. I'm just telling you that it's a nice feeling when you start to see some movement upwards. Beautyon tweeted, Steve Jobs didn't ask users whether they wanted a mobile phone without a keyboard. He invented something totally new that people couldn't possibly imagine or know in advance that they wanted or need it and then gave it to them. And that is what Satoshi Nakamoto did with Bitcoin. He invented something. He then left the scene, did the best thing he could ever do. His coins haven't moved and Bitcoin is evolving. And look at where we are 14 years later. I love this one from American Hoddle. Two lessons Bitcoin has taught me along the way. You can't build anything significant without conviction. Get in there. And everything worth having takes time to acquire. Wouldn't you agree with that? Because I do. Boost and flow. With all of the institutional inflow, diminishing supply and increased adoption, it's likely the next bear market, we won't see as much of a pullback as we have previously. Yep, you could very well be right. But here's the thing. None of us have got a crystal ball and we might be sat there thinking we're not going to see the pullback. So it drops with the blow off top. Just think of the psychology here. It drops a bit and we think, well, that's okay. It's going to rebound soon, so I'll keep holding. And then it drops a bit more and we get a bit edgy, but we think, yeah, but it's not going to drop as much because of what you just said in the chat there. And before you know it, you're holding on and holding on and it's going down and it's going down and it's going down. Now, I'm not saying you should sell. Um, what I'm saying is, yes, you could well be right. But equally, there's a 50-50 chance that you're not right. Does that make sense? So for me, it's buy it, hold it, store it solidly, and then wait for financial instruments to appear where I can borrow leverage my Bitcoin because it would be worth so much that I never lose a single sat and I go to my grave with positive debt that they can't take my Bitcoin from me, if that makes sense. Barefoot Barry, New Zealand. Good to see you. Good to see you. More people in the house than like button smashed. Come on, dudes. Hit that like button, please. I implore you. I want to get this message out to more people. Nick Bartia, he's been on my show from the Layered Money, the Layered Money Bitcoin book. Um, check out bitcoininterviews.com. Nick Bartia, um, Jeff Booth, Greg Foss, Larry Lepard, Preston Pish has been on, Robert Breedlove has been on. They're all at bitcoininterviews.com. Check them out. Uh, Nick Bartia said the GBTC discount collapsing is evidence. The SEC approvals are just around the corner. It is all out there, people. It is coming. Remember that price is truth, but also the insiders will always trade the insider information and you won't get access to that information unless you're that insider. The point is, it is coming. They're doing everything they can to fill their bags before the thing gets here. But if that weren't enough, 
Look at this report just out from Fidelity. And I've just realized that Fidelity are a privately owned company, which I like way better than the Black Rocks of the world, I have to uh, say. And they produced, this is an excerpt from the research paper they've just produced. And, uh, you know, they say here, Bitcoin is the superior money to gold, surpassing it in scarcity, durability, usability and transportability. Bitcoin's virtuous cycle suggests that more miners lead to higher security, which makes it more attractive to more users and holders, which increases demand and drives up the price. A lovely upwards cycle. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. How many times have we heard that? Just as the invention of the wheel represented an entirely new technology, just uh, technology that could never be reinvented, Bitcoin is a new form of money that cannot be replaced. Don't you just love that one? Okay, so with that said, my video clip of the day is from somebody from Fidelity. If you haven't seen uh, Natalie Brunel's recent interview with Chris Kuiper, Chris is the Director of Research for Fidelity Digital Assets, I would encourage you to go watch it. It was you know, with such, all these whoops, other institutions, the crypto ones sec. that we saw meltdown, these other tokens, <laughs> things like that the FTX. That not supposed to happen. There we go. Let's go backwards. <laughs> Let's get the right one up, shall we? Okay. There it is. So this video is Chris Kuiper talking to Natalie Brunel about their findings, Bitcoin, etc. Let's run it this time. You know, with all these other institutions, the crypto ones that we saw melt down, these other tokens, things like the FTX fallout, that's made some people very wary, right? And you know those those memes that you've probably seen where there's a line out the door to buy Bitcoin at 60000 but when it drops, you know, yeah. by a third and is arguably more affordable Apple's now to start stacking, people are like, ooh, no, I'm not, I'm not ready to go in. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, to be fair, that's an honest response, like a, a legitimate response from us as humans coming from the traditional finance side. I would look at a stock, like say, as just an example, you make your thesis, you say, it looks good at this value. And then something happens and the stock drops 50% or whatever it is. It's a gut check. And it's a check to say, is it on sale? Should I buy more? Is something irrational going on? Or is the market correct in that my thesis is broken? Is it not intact anymore? So people are, are rational to question when it drops, is something broken here? Is something wrong? And we clearly saw with a lot of other crypto projects that something was terribly broken, right? It was broken from the start. But if you look at Bitcoin, nothing has changed in that thesis, right? Nothing has changed in that thesis. This is what we bleat on about on the show. When the price is doing what it's going to do, price discovery, manipulation by whales, so on and so forth, you should look at the fundamentals. And we saw it earlier in the chat, TikTok next block. OK, and as long as nothing in the fundamentals are broken, then when the price drops, you should be stacking sats and buying Bitcoin on sale. That's what he's saying. But we're human beings and it does give you a gut check. Nobody likes to see a sudden plummet downwards. But understand the fundamentals are strong. It is just a manipulation because the asset is so small. Buy more. You know, I wanted to ask you for a lot of people out there that are maybe new and especially in a bear market, they think, well, I'm too late. And also I saw you know, people saw the crashes of the crypto companies and FTX and all the meltdowns and they're and they're nervous and worried. How do you get really new people to understand that this is 
an amazing opportunity, especially when it comes to the store of value aspect, the savings technology, because, you know, I, I believe that Fidelity at its core is trying to help people save for the future, plan for retirement, be able to afford the house, right? That's what these institutions are supposed to help American workers with. So, so why is it um, important to, to look at Bitcoin, even, even for those who say, well, I'm probably too late. It's, you know, 20 something thousand per Bitcoin. And on top of that, a bunch of these companies just went, you know, poof and uh, ran away with people's money. Before he says that, we all feel we're too late, don't we? I felt in 2017 when Bitcoin was $2,000, that was when I first got my phone call about it. And uh, Gary, who was in, in the chat earlier, and I thought I was too late. I was frantically thinking, how do I get my hands on a half a dozen Bitcoin before the end of today? You know, I thought I was too late. I've had people say to me today, oh, I'm too late. It's OK for you. You got in at, you know, 2000 a coin. Yeah, I did. And, you know, sometimes the people that take that gamble first off in anything, you know, are the big winners. But right now, and Wilson uh, just said it in the chat, Bitcoin is always on sale. It is. If you believe Bitcoin is going to a million dollars, and many do, including a lot of serious financial players, then how can you say you've missed a boat at 31K a coin? You can't say it. Yeah. I mean, to, to the I'm too late part, I mean, I've experienced a few bull runs and, you know, buying that first one at 40, 45, watching go up to 20, eventually come all the way crashing back down at any point, anyone could say I'm too late. And you can actually go back to these old Bitcoin talk forum posts, yep. which are, are, you know, in hindsight are hilarious where people say, oh, I sold all my Bitcoin at $15. Now I'm too late to get back in or something like that. So it's interesting to think, why do you think now you're too late when those people weren't before, right? And so you have to look at the whole adoption curve. And if you really think, if, if our thesis turns out to be true, not saying it will, but if it were to turn out to be true that Bitcoin is undergoing a monetization, right? It's yep. becoming accepted as a monetary good, as a store of value. Well, over the long time, a long enough time horizon, then it's never too late, right? Because it's just going to be one point in this adoption. Now, there's, of course, huge swings in between of one to four or five years, right? That, that you're all well aware of. But again, if you have a long enough time horizon, these are just waves of adoption. And each time we go higher and then we pull back, but the pullback is higher than the last low, right? And so I think that's how you have to think of it. And to put this into perspective, we're at half a trillion dollar market cap for Bitcoin. That's about 4% uh, of gold's market cap. And if you imagine this as gold at 12 trillion or whatever it is, how many times has Bitcoin got to double and double and double until it matches gold's markets cap? And it is coming. That is why I believe that when we match gold markets cap, you'll see about a half a million dollar Bitcoin. And then it will march on way past that, in my opinion. So if you think Bitcoin could uh, take over some of gold's market cap, it's probably going to be more than just 4%, right? And then that's not even thinking about all the other things that we kind of ascribe moneyness to, right? Mm -hmm. uh, people buy real estate as a way to save for the retirement. People buy stocks and bonds and stuff like that. So if, if people even just allocate a portion uh, to this potential, uh, that gives you an idea of how far we have to go yet. And that just totally inspires me when they say things like that. You know, we've got a long, long way to go yet. We really have. Jean Vachour, good to see you. Bram VDB is in the house as well. Um, somebody's talking about unit bias there. Yes, I think it's, I've been doing this for a, well, a year at least now. When I've been talking to family and friends, I've been explaining the fact that right now you can buy a whole Bitcoin for $31,000. But you know, 
most people haven't got that lying around, but you can buy $10 worth, $100 worth in fractions of a Bitcoin called Satoshis. And I think we need to start pushing forward more people buying Satoshis. So I could say right now, look, Mr. X, Mrs. X, if you've got a dollar spare in your purse or wallet, right now you can get over 3,220 Satoshis for a dollar. That's how we start to beat down this unit bias, in my opinion. Uh, whoa, dear. O ok Benji, is that? Forgive me if I've butchered your name, but welcome. Good to see you. Please smash the like button and share this out. I'd appreciate it. I want to go back over to the desktop, if I may, because I love quotes. And uh, you'll find at the end of every show, if you're new to the channel, I always come up with a quote. And I love this one from Plato. We can easily forgive a child who is afraid of the dark. The real tragedy of life is when men are afraid of the light. And I don't get it why people don't at least investigate and have a look at Bitcoin before they dismiss it. But you know what? Most people just dismiss it out of hand without any investigation. Why? Because they listen to the mainstream machine that spews out their narratives. Um, Automania, welcome. Good to see you in the house. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, if you want to support the channel, any one of you, and I don't, Look, I'm one of these content creators that is not running this channel for financial gain. I can monetize it. You'll notice I've chosen not to. I just say if anybody finds the content interesting, useful, helpful, inspirational, then if you want to drop some sats, there are three addresses. If you want to buy me a cup of coffee with crappy fiat from anywhere in the world, there's a QR code or you can support my Geyser Fund page if you want. You don't have to do any of that. I'm just grateful that people have come to my channel to support me. Now, it'll be really interesting to see how this uh, video fares over last Thursdays with 6,000 views. So let's see what happens over the coming days. And was it all down to British Hoddle? I'm guessing it was. He's obviously got a heck of a following. If you are a follower of British Hoddle, Come and support my channel too, because you'll also find bullish Bitcoiner number two here. And I believe I'm every bit as bullish, if not more bullish than British Huddle, because I know in here where this thing is going and nothing or no one, in my opinion, is stopping it. So every Monday and every Thursday at 6 p.m. UK time, I go live unless illness, traveling, no internet, I will be live. And if I'm not, if I can, I'll do an upload, but they're very, very rare. So come and join us, people. We've got a great community going on here. All I would ask you to do is please, all of you, as you did on Thursday, please take just 30 seconds, go back into the show after the stream has ended, refresh your browser and leave a comment, good or bad, because it will then keep it up on YouTube for longer so more people can find it. Casso, the website is G... Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking to me. Casso, good to see you in the house as well, sir. I think I gave you a shout out. Anyway, I'm over the time that I like to go, so I've ran along a little bit, but thanks for being here, everyone. I will be back on Thursday, as always. Please tweet this out. Share it on Noster. It's out on Noster right now. I always put the link out on Noster. Uh, give it a bit of love over there. Um, 
give the link, the YouTube link to somebody that you know and say, hey, watch this crazy Brit. You never know. Somebody might just go, wow, I need to get some Bitcoin. And then you can help them do that. That is it. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. As always, this is your alternative to the crappy lying BBC. It is called the Bullish Bitcoin Channel. I'll be back on Thursday. I'm going to leave you with my social media links, as I always do. Have a great morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are. Thanks for supporting the channel. Catch you all on Thursday.